Welcome everybody to the testing room where three of the gaming industry's best video game consultants who have never actually consulted on a video game bring you new topics each and every week. And this week it is just the three of us again. I am Alex, aka the Gauze Father. I am Christian, aka Pseudo-Wudo45. I am Preston, aka Funkadelic Jedi. Alright, how's it going today, gents? Good. It's going good, man. I think we're all a little sleepy. Yeah, Preston, you were, uh, well, I I am sleepy for some unknown (laughs) reason, which is weird, but Preston, you were, uh, quiet today. We were talking about recording and you were thumbs upping and stuff, but you were were just busy at work. Working and, uh, yeah, some personal life stuff kind of got mixed in with that too, so I had a a lot to do today. Today was a very busy, exhausting day, but now I'm off work and chill with my boys. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's dive into uh, our weeks. And you know what? I'll start this week. Just I have some new stuff going on, and it'll be quick. So Destiny was there earlier in, in the week. I haven't played much since the reset this week, but uh, I, I did play some Destiny. And then um, I beat Control. So highlight control there. proper Hell control yeah, right? pro- <laughs> control proper. proper, and I got that platinum. So wasn't didn't take there me too go. long. Um, so that no, means he's skipping the DLC. Now. No, no. <laughs> um, that game was fun. I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's a good game, man. Yeah, it was. I was reading an article on it because, like, I, I texted you, Christian. I felt as though I was missing a little bit of the backstory with Jesse, who's your main character. I was like, man. Some of the stuff they're building with her childhood kind of seems like it could have taken place in another game. And I know they did Alan Wake and they've done other stuff. So it was like, okay, well, maybe I just missed that previous game. And I know in talking to you, you said that's not the case. So I, when I beat it, I was like, well, just to make sure that I caught everything, let's go read about the story. Let's read online and make sure I didn't miss any key points. And that's a whole long way around the block to say... I was reading a great article that talked about the design of this game, and they said you have two main characters, which is Jesse and the old house. Yep. And I have to agree. Like, I, the way they built the old house, which are the environment you're in, the world you're in, the whole game takes place in one building. I don't think I've ever played a game that had uh, such creative, mind-bending levels. No, it, dude, it's it, it's 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 so impressive, and especially, I mean, <clears throat> it's one of the games, you know, like so, so a lot of times, a lot of these like gimmicky technologies and stuff, um, never really stick in games. But Control was one of the first games that I saw with ray tracing, uh, so like the reflective light stuff. So for those who don't know, ray tracing is like um, most of the time in video games. Uh, reflections that you would see so like if your character is sitting in front of a mirror or a puddle or whatever it's just they're they're generated like ahead of time so like when you walk by that mirror, like it's just going to show the same image no matter what's going on like it's just going to look like that whereas with ray tracing it's it's a live reflection of what's going on so it's actually rendering like a real world inflection so if you know in control if Jesse <clears throat> looks in a mirror and then or looks at a window and then throws a power if you have the camera also showing the mirror it's going to show that exact same motion but like reflecting like with the light sources and and everything like that um 
but in most games, like especially when I think when they debuted it, like this, like they were showing it with like Battlefield or some shit, and it was just one of those things you saw and you were just like, meh, like yeah, I that light does look better, I guess. Like you know, it just doesn't in in practice, but it didn't really show well. But it, with control, it was one of those things where because the environments would change so much, like you were talking about, it's like there was these things where the way that they played with lighting in that, in those environments and different things, it just came off being, it was just super unique. I think you see it, one of my favorite places to see it, I think, is in some of the enemies, which is weird, because you're like, where would you see ray tracing in the enemies? But there's this enemy in the game, this thing going on called the Hiss, which sometimes appears as a, as one enemy, it's like smoke. And this enemy is essentially invisible until you get close enough to it, it will appear. Yeah. Um, but while it's in its invisible form, if you pay really close attention to the environment, things will start to float around it. Like, not a lot, mm-hmm. but just a little. And then there's a little bit of, like, smoke and fog, but not, like, not a, not a gray fog that you could see it and say, oh, that's fog on the ground. Like, this is almost translucent, and it really did refract the it's like light. A and, yeah, and the of, environment yeah. around. So, like, it could, be, it could be in front of a coffee cup, and if you looked close enough, the coffee cup would just be like, not quite right. You know what I mean? Like the lines would be straight and be like a, little a little bendy fuzzy. and fuzzy. It was really cool. Um, so I really enjoyed that game. And like the, the, the environment changes all the time and the puzzles were incredibly unique. And if you like, it's, it, I guess it's kind of sci-fi. Right, like a, I would, yeah, I would say so. Like sci-fi thriller, sci-fi thriller, but it's it's very uh, like multi-dimensional. Um, it's very paradoxical. So if you like those sort of stories, it it was very good. And even for somebody like me that thought it was a little bit horror esque, it took me to about halfway through the game where I had enough ability points to buy powers to where I then felt unstoppable. Right, and yeah. like even going to the end, like I was literally unstoppable with some of the abilities until Tomasi. Yeah, yeah, one <laughs> one one side mission boss, which I cheesed that. Um, oh, did you? Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say you didn't answer me when I asked you how you did it. So I cheesed it, but a, a legal way. Like I didn't look up anything online or whatever. Um, so I had this one boss that floats in the air that was giving me a ton of trouble. Like to the point where I had to put it down and text Christian. I was like, I just I had to turn it off because I was getting so mad. Um, but this boss floats and he throws things at you really, really fast. And he has a shield around him, so you have to like pop out, shoot him, and not get hit. And that that's fine. But when you get him to half health, that invisible enemy I was just talking about spawns alongside other enemies. So then you're trying to dodge him and kill the other enemies. That is all okay, too. But you can't pay attention to an invisible enemy, so then you get caught, and that thing will, like, one-shot you and kill you instantly. Mm-hmm. So I was getting super pissed. Well, he's in a room with this gigantic rock that almost goes to the ceiling, and I have a levitate power. So what I did is I levitated around the rock and found on the back side there was a slope just slanted enough to where I could stand on it mm-hmm. so that invisible enemy can't fly, so it couldn't get up to me. Um, okay. So then Tomasi would fly around, but he couldn't fly as high as I was. So I could peek my head over to see him, and I could peek my gun over to shoot him. And anytime he'd throw something at me, I would take one step back, and it would always hit the rock and never hit me. And that's, hey, that's fine. Hey, man. The game, lo- hey, that's in the, hey, that's in the game. Yeah. That's fair game, and, as far as I'm concerned. And yeah. I found it myself. 
I didn't look it up. It wasn't like a, it was online as like a cheat or anything like that. So I counted as fair. Um, hey, good for totally. you, man. Yeah, yeah. and it was still hard. Like he still he he still caught me a couple of times because the enemies he would spawn. He did spawn some of those flying enemies that explode. So I'd have to like quickly jump down and let them explode and jump back up. So he caught me a couple times, but he didn't kill me. And hey, I did it. So yeah, fuck him. Yeah, so I loved that game. Um, I did not start the DLC. I, I did and I didn't. I started the Foundation DLC, but just picked up the first mission and then said, cool, I did it. Let's take a break. Um, but I will be continuing that this upcoming week because I don't want to leave it alone. Like, it was good. And I do want to move on, but I don't want to move on before finishing those two because I know if I do, I pro- it'll be a long time till I come back. So um, that was awesome. I hope to see more. I did read online when I was reading the story that they're working on Project Condor, which is apparently a sequel and multiplayer to that game. So it looks like they're going to continue some form yeah, or fashion. Man. Maybe not Jesse's story, but something. I don't know, dude. I'm well, I, So I'm a person, like, I love Remedies games. Like, I think that every single game they've done has been fucking phenomenal um, in one way or the other. Like, I... Like Max Payne, I didn't care about because I don't like the the story of Max Payne, I should say. But the gameplay, like playing Max Payne was fun. It was super, super well designed. Yeah. Um, and then I really liked Alan Wake. Uh, I liked Quantum Break. Um, and, you know, like they, they just, Remedy Games just have a certain, it's, they're just fun to play. Like they always think of something creative and really well again. and the the coolest thing about um control is that they basically said like all of those games all of their other games are in control's universe basically like one way or another like i think um i'm trying to think about it's but it's mostly just in like little document stuff like you can just pick up little side things and it'll reference like a thing that they investigated here that is like Oh, we investigated like you know the thing that happens in Quantum Break. Like they reference that game and all, so all sorts of Alan that. Wake. Um, you know, I talked last week about the objects of power. Maybe two weeks ago, whenever right. time, about the objects of power. There's also hidden areas in the old house that you can find, um, and I mm-hmm. found all twenty of those hidden areas. And one of them is in the Panopticon, which is essentially a gel cell of uh, different objects of power and the, the the hidden one when you walk up to it you all of a sudden get this huge and you probably found it Christian you all of a sudden get this huge like uh, vision almost of Alan Wake like it's a typewriter or something in that room and that is the object of power and oh it's so good Alan Wake's character comes on and starts talking and stuff so it's clearly like tied together man I can't yeah I, I so like I said as far as the DLCs are concerned we talked privately about it but Definitely play AWE. Like, the Foundation is, you know, it's fine, but... So the Foundation, you were right, and I was wrong. I know there's two story ones. Yeah, the Foundation is an actual story one, not that weird, like, raid-type thing I was talking about, so... The the Foundation, it is fun. Like, the Foundation's good, and if you've already started it, then just go do it, because it's it's relatively short. But AWE, the, the Alan Wake one, is so good. So, so, so good. Okay. Yeah, definitely play that yeah. one before so, you shelve that game. Yeah, so I uh, I did that, and then I have two pickups that I haven't gotten into yet, but I will be excited to bring more information on in the next couple weeks. So I picked oh. up uh, uh, Kenna, Bridge of Spirits. Oh, okay, cool. I was really... 
I'm like stoked about that game. I just haven't. So I played it for three minutes because I'm doing an experiment. I, I logged in. I played on my profile. Allie really wanted to play it as well. So I wanted to play it on my profile and save it and then let her get on hers and play and see if that affects my save at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but dude, I no more than three minutes I played. It's gorgeous. Like mm-hmm. absolute gorgeous the reflections and water and the way you use light and and the very first thing you do is you're trying to light up this room and one button creates kind of like a a, a field of light around you and just the effect that they've created in the game it looks gorgeous so i'm super stoked to dive into that one i think it's gonna be fun um and it was a less expensive pickup the other one was a blind pickup and i actually played it for about an hour today um but i picked up tales of arise from Bandai Namco. Interesting. Okay. okay. All right. Have you ever played a Tales game before? Never played a Tales. That's why I said blind pickup. Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, buckle in. That's, that's a right. pull, man. Jesus. So, so tell me more because the way you said interesting, you, you sounded a little so you're very surprised, a little shocked. I am. I am surprised. It is a a JRPG ass JRPG. Like it is. I've noticed. <laughs> they they have always been now I don't know if this is true about Tales of Arise. From what I've from what I've heard, Tales of Arise is uh much better than some of its predecessors. Not to say that the other Tales games are bad, so I'm not I'm not saying that, but they are from what I've understood, they are like JRPG junk food games. So like everything that you typically like about JRPGs is there, as well as some of just the worst parts of JRPG that most people might have moved away from or not do anymore. Like the fan service? It, yeah, it, that is that could be in there. Um, I know that like a lot of the like ultra grindy stuff that's grindy just for the sake of being grindy. Like so everything. So we'll, we'll start here. Um, I was picked in, picking up Kenna, and I was in the store and saw Tales of Arise. And I was like, "Well, I've heard about Tales of Arise for the past few weeks, so let's let's take a look." So watch the preview. The preview, the trailer looks great. So then I went to PowerPix's profile, which is usually where I go to check out. Like, uh, yes, Chris Jesse, how head. easy how easy a platinum is? Yeah, because that tells dude that tells you a lot when it comes to an RPG. And I don't think I'm going to platinum the game necessarily, but like Yakuza, if you check out those profiles, it's going to be like 130, 150 hours or something. This one was like 70 hours or 60 hours. So it's like, so clearly it's a little shorter. Then I went to the review section and I just Googled like Tales of Arise reviews and all the Metacritic scores are about 90. Um, and they say it is the best Tales game so far out of the, mm-hmm. the what I didn't know until I looked it up, out of the 17 games. Yeah, man. There's been a lot. Yeah. So I... Uh, How easy was that Platinum? Uh, it said like a six or seven. So it's still pretty out there. So I don't know that I'm going to... I don't know that I'm going to Platinum it, but... Um, what about Kenna? I didn't look. That one was going to be a pickup no matter what because Allie was going to play it and I showed it to her mm. while... So I showed it to her before it got delayed and we were really excited about it and they delayed it like two or three months. Um, and okay. my buddy okay. said he was going to pick it up for his wife. I was like, oh, it's finally out. So, But I haven't looked at the Platinum. I'll look at it now though. Um, they didn't put a lot of advertisement behind that game. They didn't. It was cheaper too. Oh. It was only 40 bucks. Yeah, that's not bad. No. Okay. It's great. I, I don't know if it's the studio's first game. So the studio that did it is Ember Lab. Um, I'm not sure. They on their on the Wikipedia for the page, like you, Ember Lab does not have a link when you click on it, right? Mm-hmm. So like any other game oh, developer, so yeah. So it must be their first game. Um, but 
I'll, I'll let you know. But yeah, dude, Tales of Arise. You said it's a uh, JRPG. Yes, JRPG. Uh, you're not wrong. So like, yeah. <laughs> no. So uh, all of it's been good so far. The fighting is good. The fighting is very complex, but it's more action based. Like, yeah, it, that's and, usually how it is. So yeah. that that felt good. It felt fun. There's a lot of commands, and the hardest thing for me to remember right now is everything's pretty normal with attack and whatnot, but there's a dodge that is our trigger and pushing in the L stick at the same time. Like, that's how you dodge. And getting your brain, after years of playing other games, to remember to, like, dodge that way is super difficult. Yeah, that's weird. But, like, I... The names in this game are so ridiculous for, like, the towns and the people that, like, I'm just making up my own names for them. So... Just, <laughs> just for fun, like one of the first place the, the the world you go to is uh, Caliglia, and it's just like Caliglia to me. Like that's that that's is what it is. Like I'm never sure. gonna, I'm yeah, exactly. Like I'm never gonna remember your stupid name. And the enemy is uh, Balsif, so I just call him Balsack because that's all I'm gonna remember. Like it's just none of the names that checks that checks. And then you're like Alphans, you know it. Sometimes I wonder with JRPGs. Alphans, then you go Alpha No. <laughs> yes. So from Final Fantasy XIV, yeah. like JRPGs, sometimes I, I love their story, but when it comes to naming, and every JRPG has this problem. Final Fantasy XIV. It, it doesn't matter what it is. Like any fan, any fantasy JRPG. I'll say that. So basically, every Final Fantasy. Their names are essentially like give me two vowels and the rest consonants out of a random name gemer- generator, yeah. and that's exactly what I'm going to name this shit. Like none of it makes series, sense. The only series that has like solid names that make sense is Persona. Yes, but it's it's also not fantasy. I mean, I, yeah, no, that, no that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like the only JRPG, yeah, but I just mean the only JRPG series that I know that has because you read that and go yeah that's the person's name like i could i could imagine reading a paper and seeing like that person's name yeah you know what i mean like yeah. on ryuki that was all fine um yakuza was fine too but like even final yeah, fantasy yakuza. 14 sometimes like alpha no and alice and just these random ass thankrid thankrid right like just Minfilia. the the names that's are the worst one yeah the names are ridiculous um but i'll give you more to come on that game too so that, that's why I say I'm going to go to Control. I'm going to beat the two DLCs because I did have two pickups that I'm excited to dive into. And I know if I dive into those, um, I'm just not going to go back to Control, right? Because they're going to be pretty. And if you don't, if games. you don't get those DLCs after getting that platinum, I will. I will never let you live it down. I will always bug you about it. No, I'm excited. Like I said, I, I'm super excited to go into it because now that I have all my skills, I don't have every skill in the game, but I have the skills set up the way that I want them, um, mm-hmm. which is basically like. I have max energy and max throw, so I throw things telekinetically. So my power on that is like just heavy, heavy, heavy damage. And then I run around with a shotgun and I can float, like fly around or float. And like that is my build. And in the final boss area, I was just like, throw dead, throw dead, back away. Like you guys mean nothing. So uh, I'm feeling good going into the DLCs. Well, and the nice thing, too, is the DLC is, like, if I remember correctly, it's set up to where you could start it at the halfway point of the game. Mm -hmm. So you're going to go into it just demolishing. Yeah. So, yeah, you'll be fine. So I'll do that. Uh, But, yeah, that's my week. I just wanted to give a preview and say I had those two 
pickups, the one blind one being Tales of Arise, and uh, more to come on that. Yeah. Preston, how was your week, man? Oh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been good. Um, not a whole lot of games like usual. Um, haven't really had a lot of time to sit down and do those. Uh, more of a moving around, getting stuff taken care of, and uh, I usually have something watching in the background. Um, I did play, you know, obviously a little bit of Destiny with you guys, uh, Destiny 2. Um, I think I touched on uh, Returnal for like another like hour or so. Didn't get a lot of progress, just had fun kind of figuring some things out. Kept on getting like, kept on like touching like these, uh, you can sometimes see like dropped people, uh, like their corpses, and you go up to it and you press a button and then it spawns like, I guess what they what they fought, and usually it's like yeah, a the big enemy badass. that killed them. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I was trying to fuck around with that a little bit and died a whole bunch of times. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna put this down. I'd rather watch something on TV. <clears throat> did you but, did uh, you watch Did you watch Disney's latest show? Uh, that is what came out today. That I only got to see two episodes of because I'm okay. the podcast with you guys. But as I was saying in the beginning of the podcast before we uh, started. I was like, you guys just need to know how good of friends you are and uh, how much I love you because uh, I sh- probably would have bailed on anyone else <laughs> and just watched, binge watched this entire show because uh, they did mm. put every episode out. Um, so that's nice. Uh, I got through two episodes. Um, so what, what one, show is it? We haven't actually said. So people want to Oh, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> uh, Star Wars Visions. Uh, Yo, came let's out, out? Today. Yes. What? It, it came, came out today. today. Yeah, it came out today. Like, All right, I'm hitting mute. I'm going to talk. No, yeah, <laughs> no. I really like, I was like sitting down, like just relaxing for five minutes before I go and do my chores after work. And like Facebook had an advertisement. Is it all episodes streaming now? I'm like, when the fuck did that come out? I'm like, oh, it came out today. I'm like, I fucking thought so. I'm like, Jesus. How was it? Uh, so the first two episodes are fantastic. Um, very definitely uh, like polar opposites on like the tone. So the first one, Christian, you'll be good. No, that is, uh, was that badass samurai. Uh, Sith, and I, I don't want to give I don't get rid of it at anything. Yeah, no, I don't want to know nothing. But here's like the artwork itself is fantastic. This that 3D animation, so kind of sure. like like a B Stars or I can't remember what else does it right now. But uh, they, it does done well. It has like a a film grain. It's black and white, so it has this kind of like Akira Kurosawa kind of feel. You know, it's in like a Japanese looking village. He's a samurai dude, um, except for lights. So the droids have the colored lights, the lightsabers have the colored lights, blasters have it. Like anything that would have like an illuminating light, even like a, like, a, like a flame, but it's mostly set in the daytime, so you don't have a whole lot of those. But you do to see like blue lights and red lights in the background of just like devices they have, which was, I thought was a really cool touch. Yeah, it's On cool. top mm-hmm. of like the film grain, black and white, 3D. Um, that sounds sick. It How was long super are the episodes? Sick. Uh, so they range anywhere from like 13 to like 27 minutes, depends on the episode. That's so short. I think that one I was talking about was 13 minutes, perfect perfect amount of time. Got the shit, got the point across, had great fucking action the entire time. Fuck, that action was so dope. Oh my god, there's a lightsaber I saw in there. Woo! It was really cool. It was really cool. I can't wait. Really oh cool. my god, I can't wait. Uh, you know second one... So you know what that reminds me of, that time length? Uh, a lot of things are doing it now, like love, sex, and robots. Love, death, and no, robots? Yeah. Love, death, and robots. Death, sex, and robots. So anyway, whatever that Netflix. That show, yeah. Yeah, they they do that with different length episodes. And they, hey, if you tell the story you want to tell, me too. Yeah, Dude, look, hey, I've I've always said this before. I love anthologies like that. Like if you you just want to do a collection of just cool shit that you know is like, we don't, like, we're not going to tell a through story. It'll just be condensed, contained. Little neat things. I'm Fun. so on board for an anthology all day, every day. 
So uh, the second one was the one where I thought I saw like a Boba Fett bike, and maybe that's still happening. I'm kind of vaguely remembering the trailer, but I'm pretty sure it was just the animation style because Boba Fett is in this one. He's kind of flying through the sky, kind of a deal, and it looks kind of like the front head of a bike, so I might have thought that. But this one's a little more uh, art style, I guess you would say, is more anime kiddish style, um, more like a Boba Fett's a little shorter, kind of stoutly looking guy. He doesn't, I want to say chibi, but he's, it's very more like kid anime okay. feeling. Um, but it's about, you know, a rock band and Jabba is one to go after one of the other guys and Boba Fett's coming after him too. And at the very end, it's very touching, but they, they show it in the trailer. They have like a nice little like uh, concert in the pod racer area from episode one. And it's in there. It's cute because like they're just singing their song. It's actually a decent song. It's a rock band song. Um, and, uh, you kind of see like Jabba's tail tapping and then Boba Fett's foot tapping. And he's like, yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. See, this is the moment Disney goes, screw it. Any, people are going to watch it. Who cares? Just do yeah. Do what you want to do. It's Don't adorable. care. It's great. It's, it's, but that's, it's I, I like and that it's though, man. That's yeah. Dude, There's a serious tone oh. to it. of like the, what, actually going on the story, like friendship and shit like that. So those two are great. God knows they can't tell a good story when they try to. Mm, so. Oh, right. Yeah. You got to hire someone else. <laughs> It's, it's, it's like Sonic. Fired. It's like, please let somebody else take care of it that's not within the actual like Lucasfilm era. And just have somebody else take care of it the same way. Just just don't let the Sonic people actually make it. Let someone else who loves Sonic make Sonic. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but the third one, you'll be pleased to know, and I'll text you when I watch it after the show tonight, um, is the Twins one, which is going to be the Fuck battle yeah. on top of the fucking Star Story, I think, so... Um, it's gonna be rad. I fucking I can't wait to like finish plow through all this and then probably watch it again later. How many on. are there, so Preston? There's eleven, if I remember correctly. Oh shit, that's pretty okay. good that's for real. Yeah, yeah. we're from thirteen to twenty something minutes, maybe almost a thirty minute one. Um, that show, yeah, that show's fantastic. Um, Ted Lasso's still up to it, still good. What'd you say? Seven Emmy Awards seven and the Emmys. big one, the uh, the best comedy of twenty 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 one. The guy, the guy that, that plays Roy. Won a uh, mm-hmm. Emmy for supporting actor because he's hilarious. Yes. And then he's good. The lady that uh, plays the boss, you know, the one that owns the team, she yeah. won for her category as well. That's so. awesome. Yeah, that yeah. that show deserves all the every, accolades every, they get, man. Every little piece. Uh, I didn't mm-hmm. like where they kind of went with one character, but I won't want to spoil anything. But uh, and we'll see how it ends. Maybe I'll love kind of like the whole, you know, the journey of it. Just don't like this part of the journey of a certain character right now. It kind of pisses me off at the moment. Um. Are you and talking about I, the the last episode? No, the last two or three episodes. Yeah, but like somebody the, gets a little cocky and becomes a dick. Mm, talking about uh, yeah, yeah. So that that's that. I'm the, the, one, the one the one that, that uh, found himself with newfound popularity. That yes, one. Yes, that yeah, one. that's the cocky fair. dick. Yep. Yeah, he's pissed. He he did something in one of the episodes that really pissed me off. But we'll see where the journey goes. Maybe he, you know. Gets himself back. You know, you know, we'll see. I, I have faith. Put it that way. I have faith. In this it's, show. it's interesting too, because I'm at this place where like I, I love it and I, I love just how wholesome it is and how funny yes. it is. You and can deep, tell, you, you can tell that like they're starting to build drama with like yep. Ted. Ted doesn't know what he's doing. It's starting to show, and you can tell the people around him are starting to get fed up with the fact that like you keep taking things so easy, but we're professionals here to win, right? This isn't college. Yeah. Like we have yeah. to win. Um, and then the storyline you were just talking about 
there, Preston. And the last episode where that followed Beard, he Coach Beard, mm-hmm. he's clearly having some oh. some self issues. So they're that building. Whole, there's a whole episode on Beard, and it was yeah. fucking the best. Fucking fantastic. They're they're building this tension, which, by the way, Roy uh, was one of two people that wrote that Beard episode. But really, um, damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they're building this tension. I'm just I'm interested and excited and terrified to see yeah. how far they take the drama. Like, how far are they going to let it go before they reel it back to the comedic part, right? Are they going to blow yeah. this up? Are they going to break up some of these stories? Um, so mm-hmm. I'm excited, but I'm scared. Yeah. yeah. I buy faith, so. I have faith. That Bill is Lawrence hasn't done me wrong yet, so, so, I, so I'll stick with it. Um, I don't know if I mentioned it last time, but finished... Brooklyn Nine Nine. I almost say Reno Nine One One every time, but Brooklyn Nine Nine and that show, fucking phenomenal, man. Like I, I watched the first two seasons before. I'm like, okay, they were fun. I passed on to something else, but then I heard the final season was happening this year. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just binge watch through all of it. Let's go, and then the new season will be there, and I'll go through that as well. What, what they did with this last season, uh, dealing with the COVID and dealing with like the issues um, socially, it's 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 really cool to see how they kind of actually presented that and dealt with it and made an actual messages with it. It was, it was awesome. And the final episode, best. It, it was perfect. It was, it was a great tone of what they did with that final episode. And it was fantastic. How's that, uh, how's that nose pen going, Christian? I'm just messing around. <laughs> I, I don't know why. You have to call attention to it because we're on a video podcast and <laughs> nobody knows to, this, I'm looking at that like, this motherfucker has a pen in his nose. Just dang. I think Christian... No, it's, it's my hoodie thing. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Christian turned me on to uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Because I hadn't watched it. And I mean, those comedies like uh, Office and Community and New Girl and like those Most are those our... Aren't, like, yeah, they're fine. Well, see, those New are Girl's our jam. Great. Like that's what Allie yeah. and I watch just yeah. all the time, right? Dude, New Girl's the goat. Girl's so <laughs> so uh, you turned us on to Brooklyn and we binged it and we've loved it. And uh, this new season was awesome. And I liked how mm. they pivoted to what you said, Preston, take on like these social justice issues. It is sad because they did that pivot after that long break where they're like, we're not coming back yet because we don't think the world needs us making fun of police officers right now. Right. Right. Like we don't, we don't want to bring light to a situation that's really bad in our country. What's sad is I do think the decision to make this the last season was based on all of the, the social issues going on. So that, that sucks, but the run was good and the show was awesome. This last season was well done. It went pretty far already. What was that? Nine seasons or something like that, I think. Yeah, it went a lot. Um, but it's, it's, it didn't overstay its welcome, put it that way, at least. Like, it didn't run itself into the ground. Um, I, I was still enjoying it all the way up until the end. I don't feel it ever had a really bad or like a dip down part. I just love the evolution of all the characters. Like, the, the main one, uh, the, uh, the, was it Captain Holt, uh, mm-hmm. the, the main guy? His evolution as a character going from like robot, like very straight, cold humor. And then towards like the eighth, seventh season, he's fucking hilarious and just kind of like going into jokes, um, kind of joining in on the jokes with the whole team and stuff like that. It was just, it was a beautiful way of seeing him just like become a family with them and kind of change as a character. It, the, it best, the best character in that show is Doug Judy. <laughs> Doug Judy. Yes. Yes. Every time he would show up and be one of those episodes, I'm like, fuck, yes, a Doug Judy episode. I love Craig Robson. I know. There was there's nothing better than his season nine episode where they're literally having the friend off on who knows who yeah. better between mm-hmm. he and Jay. Yeah. It's just ridiculous. Doug Judy knows better, of course. Yeah, so good. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, not really much else for me. Just kind of hanging, cool. chilling. 
right. I'll Chris round it Jones. out here because I think I've done the least out of anybody because I don't have any of my shit restricted <laughs> still, and it's really pissing me off. Hey, Preston, like, at, what, at what point? Play. At what point do we think Christian hits a breaking point? And just like snaps, mentally snaps because he has nothing to play. You think it's going to be like the third week going on or the fourth week? Yeah, he's, gonna, he's just going to buy everything. He's like, fuck it, I'll just buy it now. Well, it's, yeah. So the thing is, is like what I'm about to do, honestly, because I had my PS5 here, right? Yeah. I just, I don't have anything to hook it into. Guess what I'm about team. to do is plug this motherfucker into the wall and then remote play it <laughs> from my PC. And that's how I'm going to do this because it's really pissing me off. That'll but. Work. Uh, I mean, it'll work for some games. It's not going to work for... It won't work for Guilty Gear, yeah, but... that one. Um, just figure out if Best Buy has a restocking fee or not. If not, just, just longer go... Oh, HDMI cable. Because, because, well, no, the problem is, is, like, I don't have any furniture to sit... Like, even if I go out and I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'm going to buy a, a, a temporary TV and burn money for that reason... I still don't have anything to set it on, so I'm still gonna have to sit on the ground <laughs> with this TV on hard. And I, no, I'm not doing that. No, it's fine. But I'm not saying I'm not above remote playing a PlayStation while it's just sitting on the ground. Like I, I might do that. But we'll I, see. I want a photo when you hit your lowest, <laughs> right? Like whenever you, whenever you take a picture and you go, or you sit down, and you go, I can't believe I'm actually doing this right now. Take that picture and we will put it on the Insta and the Twitter. Yeah, just just yeah. to let everybody know. Like, I want to know I'm where that sure low point there. is on the floor well, like, on his belly. So like, just kind of sitting there with his legs think, up. <laughs> yeah, I think so. What I'm gonna start because there's just, there's a couple games. So like, I really wanted to play. And this is just gonna be before I get into the week because you know I have nothing. So um, like, I've really wanted to play Psychonauts, right? Like that's I've like. I literally cannot wait for that game, but I only play platformers on consoles. Like I just don't. I'm like that's just where I my brain goes when I'm thinking about platformers, right? So it's like I want to get it on either the Xbox or the PlayStation. I don't know which one, but both of them I can't use until I have somewhere to put them. So it's like okay, well that one's out, and then it's like well I really want to play Lost Judgment, and it's like I can't play Lost Judgment because it's a PlayStation exclusive. And so, motherfucker. Like, so there's that. And then, so it's like, okay, those are two games out. And then I wanted to play Kenna, but I'm pretty sure Kenna is also a PlayStation, at least timed exclusive for right now, or console exclusive, maybe. Uh, when I looked, I thought it said Windows. I saw oh, maybe it is. If that's my, great, yeah, then that's Kenna. cool. That's awesome. Um, I've also wanted to play Forgotten City. No, you're, and yeah, then, Kenna, you're good. Windows, uh, PS4, PS5. Okay, cool. So maybe I will just buy that on on PC and then do it that way. But then I've also wanted to play Deathloop and yeah. uh, Forgotten City, and I think both of those are console exclusive to PlayStation Five right now, hmm. um, or PlayStation the PlayStation ecosystem. If I have Kenna, that's cool. I'll, I'll maybe I'll boot up Kenna on PC and I'll just I'll tie myself over that it's, way it's short though it's only like 15 I know, hours right. or something yeah gonna finish it no, i'll have to stretch that yeah <laughs> i know yeah that's my problem is i probably yeah. would um but yeah so that's, that's just my main struggle right now so because there's just i keep seeing all these things about these games that i i really want to fucking play but i just don't i don't have anything to play them on um so that's that's been fun 
little fun journey for me. But other than that, you, you sound like you're having fun. Yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah. You know what? To be fair, though, I will say like I. So I still have been playing uh, Destiny in fourteen, um, and uh, those are st- those have still been fun. Like I've been playing Destiny with you guys fourteen. I, pl- I even played some fourteen with Preston last night, and that was fun. He and I were both going through controller growing pains because mm. I got this new mouse, oh, and yeah. he had it. So we, I was remapping. It was a whole big thing, but it was still fun. Um, and man, I'm. The closer I get to, the closer we get to November, I'm like starting to get like I'm like, oh fuck, Alex and I have to get on and get pressing through this content. Like that's where my <laughs> brain is at. Like I'm like, we have to get him caught up before Ann Walker. We have to get him there because like it's just I'm like so stoked for that game. And like they're starting the media tour soon. Um, they did their the 14. They did their live letter recently where it showed all. And Preston watched it. Yeah. Alex, did you end up watching the video I linked to you? I did. So they showed like all the new class changes and stuff in it, and man, everybody's got bars dude. now, man. It's cool. Yeah, bars. dude, like everybody's got cool stuff. I have yet to see anything bad in like, it. Like I, I have yet to see chakras. anything. No, that that's the thing. Like. It's is like every single time with my, with my experience with like live service games, every single expansion, there's always something that somebody sees and goes, "How did the, how did this get past the team? Like how did this get past feedback?" Who, why did this get greenlit, right? Everything we've seen from Endwalker so far, I'm just like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, I'm just like, there's nothing, there's no, nothing bad. You know the like, thing, they've just, what they've perfected too, Christian, and I don't think we've actually like talked enough about, is the fact that in most games, if you're pissed about a character change, what do you have to do? You have to create a new character, which means you have to yeah. log out and play somebody else. If you don't love what's happened to your favorite class in this game... You can change classes on the same character in the moment. So you can, mm-hmm. I can be on for an hour and run a dungeon as a tank and run a dungeon as a DPS and run a dungeon as a healer all on the same character without ever logging. So that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Yeah, it's true. That is because like if they, for some whatever reason they didn't, but had they, had they fucked up white mage, I could just be like, all right, I'll switch to sage then. Or okay, I'll switch to astrology. You know, whatever it is, like I'll, and I, that would just even keep me as that's that's two different classes that still keep me as a fucking healer. Yeah, but I would, be, but that play totally different, right? That's not even to mention that I could switch just like full on roles and everything and all the different classes in between there. Um, they showed like a huge deep dive of Reaper and Sage, the two new classes. They both look awesome. I want a Reaper real bad. So good. I do. Okay, I I so I didn't know that you would watch it, but now that I can say. I'm I'm putting a bet out here because I know you and I know that you looked at those moves the way you looked. I know for a fact that when Endwalker starts, you are going to either you're either going to secretly do it or you're going to publicly do it because you're going to want the help to get through all the duty roulettes as fast as possible. You are going to switch to Reaper for this expansion. The because the I <laughs> saw those moves and I was just like, dude, Alex is going to switch in a minute. He's going to switch. So it's no secret that I will change for sure. The only, yeah. the only, <laughs> I mean, dude, it's got everything I want in, in, in a class. It's, it's so, it's so edgelordy. Like I want to play it, but like the only thing that's going to keep me from doing it immediately, I probably will, but I'll probably run stuff as my Lancer because I don't want to be one of four, like 14 other Reapers in a dungeon with like two tanks and two healers. Right. Like I, yeah, I want to be yeah. different and I know everybody's going to play Reaper. 
but I'm going to do it probably day one after I run my weekly stuff on my main class. And uh, mm-hmm. if I get into dungeons and realize not everybody did switch to Reaper, then yes, that's going to be my main always. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, I was here first. So fuck you guys. I'll be the first. I'll be the first <laughs> Titus Reaper. Oh, I forgot. Yes. Yeah. God, I forgot that you glammed yourself like, oh, dude. Yeah. So Titus walking around with like a Reaper uh, scythe is going to yeah. look sick. I am I am an in-game celebrity. Whenever I get into random dungeons, people are like, oh. It's- they do. People go, oh, it's yeah. Titus. I, they do. They scream. <laughs> Lose their yeah. mind. It's great. Um, it, it helps, too, that we play on a weeb server. So no. it, Yes, it does. Yes. Hey, it's the nicest people in that, in that community, yeah. so I'm not worried about it. Anyway, um, but yeah, so that's honestly, I've been getting, it's it's weird, man. Like, we were all really heavy into Destiny the last few days, but then, like, I started playing some 14, and then we I played 14 with Preston last night, and I'm just constantly, you, you, it, it, you can't escape it. When you're in that game, you're just like, this is the best live service game that's ever been made. Yeah. Like, they just, I don't know how they, like, he's, shout out to that whole team, man. Like, they're just, they're so good. Like, they, at what they do. Um, I'm going to lose my mind whenever I see Anima in that game. I forgot, oh my god, yes, yeah. So, and that was the other thing, is that during, for the Reaper thing, they showed the, one of the new, they showed the new area in the background on the moon, Mm -hmm. which is insane. Like, oh, yeah, no, I, you know what, you know what I, the other thing too, is I was watching a stream the other day. Of you know, I had talked about this before. That there's people that have been going through the content. They're trying to catch up before Endwalker, and it was a dude that just finished Shadowbringers proper. So none of the patches, but just like 5.0, and he started like sobbing at the end of the game. Which like I thought that was a bit extreme. I didn't think it was like that emotional. Gotta, I keep, it was really gotta cool. keep those viewers engaged, man. Something sure, yeah. But when I saw, I was just like, I saw him like reacting to it. Um, and I was just like, man, this this game's so fucking good. Like, I was just like, it, it didn't come off as not genuine. Like, it came off like he really cared about the character. It just so happens that the character he was really upset about that died, Alex and I spent a better part of an entire expansion dunking on <laughs> in between each other. So when he when he died, we were just like, later, dork. Yep, like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> But but, I'm sure for people who like that character, it was a bummer. But for Alex and I, it was just it was easy. We just dumped on him the whole time. But either way, so um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm super stoked. I, I can't wait for that. Um, and then the only other thing that I've done is, man, I've just been trying to catch up on shows since I don't have a lot to play. And I know I've been trying to catch up on things because uh, Preston. Every day that I don't watch certain shows is an, another day that I hurt him, and yeah. I don't I don't want to do that. So, um, but I am call, so the thing that I've caught up on now, so that I can start chipping away at some of the other stuff, is I was talking about I was talking to Preston about this yesterday, but I'll talk about it here. Um, I'm all current on the new My Hero season. So good, so good, dude. I okay, past like three episodes man. or four, they did the My Villain Academia have been like fucking perfection and i'm like I, yeah I, I, like, I have a friend who has like a niece and she watches it i'm like i don't think she should watch these past four episodes yeah really yeah they fucking get, deep and yeah, gets they heavy get dark and yeah. heavy yeah and and the craziest thing about it too is like talk about a thing that you didn't know you wanted until it happened yeah like if somebody had been like 
you know, oh, we'll do a little thing and they'll do this kind of switch up and tell stories from a different perspective kind of thing. Um, I'd have been like, okay, I don't know how that'll work, but we'll see. Um, turns out it's uh, a slam dunk. Yeah. Like, it's Great so idea. good. Um, One of the things I feel like animes do better than American TV shows, at least American cartoons, is like we pick characters and we stick with them for that time in their life forever. So it could go nine seasons, but the characters and stuff don't age. But like yeah. what you just said, Preston, like things got dark and heavy animes. And I saw this with like attack on Titan and other things. They do a really good job at aging their characters and aging with the audience that's watching them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so there's that. I'm definitely going to start star Wars visions tonight. Yeah. Um, for sure. I guess uh, I, I, I will got, too. Just, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will I've got, <laughs> I've got, uh, and then the next thing that I'm going to be starting to watch is, uh, Doro Hidoro. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, I, I love that intro. Which is a big one that Preston wanted me to watch. That's probably so going to be one of your out. favorite new anime intros. So there's that one. And then I'm, before I start another show that he wanted me to start, I'm going to bookend that with, uh, Promare, because I know you wanted yeah. me to watch that. Oh my god, so watch good. That. that was so good. I know, yeah, so I'm sure we'll be talking plenty of times while we, mm-hmm. while I go through this journey. Um, so, but uh, you're watching in subs, because I know you, Christian. Yeah, are of you, course. Preston, are yes. you watching in subs, or are you watching, you're watching My Hero in subs, right? Yeah, I have to. Yeah, you have to. Is everything I did, else I in sub or in dub? The, no, uh, so... Visions is all just uh, English or whatever they want to choose. Oh, yeah, that's, that's I Disney. Think, I don't think they have a Japanese, yeah. No, that's uh, Disney. VO. Um, Americans can't read. Are you kidding? I mean, you know me, man. Like, <laughs> I, I prefer to have a, a dub. Like, like Promare, for example. Like, it's a really good dub. Like, they chose some, like, really good actors. Uh, really very well-known ones. So, like, even shows that I like. I know Johnny Young Bosch is in there, so he's my dude. If he's in something, I'm going to listen to the English version of it because I want to hear yeah. him. Because he's fantastic in Promare. He's yeah. fucking Carrie's character. Yeah, that should be a topic that we do, Alex, one day. Is dubs versus subs sub. and why the great, the great debate. <laughs> <laughs> the great yeah. debate of dub versus sub. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, man. So that's that's basically what I've what I've been up to this week. And uh, yeah, no, hopefully. So now that I know that there's a couple things that I can get on PC, I'll probably snag those there just so I can at least get something and tide me over till hopefully we can take some of our stuff back. There you go. Um but yeah, I think if I'm not mistaken, that should be uh that should be it for me for this week. Okay. Well that's simple and easy. Well you know, don't go too far. Why don't you keep it? Because you have the yep. uh topic I this week. I do, I do. So I wanted to talk about this week uh cybersecurity issues, um or just data privacy issues, I guess. Uh, in in the video game industry. Now, when I say that, I want to preface this by saying I don't mean like the attacks or like random things, like stuff like that that happens in this industry because that's that's more of like a worldwide thing and I want to keep it sort of smaller in, in scope. So I'm not going to be talking about like the PSN hack or when CD Projekt Red got their stuff hacked. Like, that's not what I'm talking about here. What I, what I mean is like data privacy issues that we as an industry, or I guess as a group of consumers rather, allow. And 
it's weird because we live in a time now where data privacy is being talked about more than ever. It used to be even like when I first started doing this kind of work, um, it used to be that the only people that cared about security were typically people in the field. And outside of that, it was just like, meh, whatever. Um, but recently it's gotten, it's only grown in, in importance and, but more importantly in, in popularity where now, I mean, like companies make it part of their identity to advertise how data privacy conscious they are. Um, Can I ask you a question also, on that? Sure. And actually, I'll ask both of you a question because you're both going to have good insight on this, Preston, you two. Um, just from the fields we work. So, you know, I work, we, we all work in tech and there are companies out there that do what you just said and make privacy their identity. I mean, we all know Apple is a company that makes privacy their identity in, in the things that they say and in the things they talk about. But my question to both of you is, how much do you actually actively think that people, the normal consumer, care? Because companies tout it, but nobody seems to take the steps to actually protect their identity. They still log into Facebook. They still accept every term and condition that Google has and stuff yeah. like that. So do you think that belief is real? Or do you think it's more just like face value? I don't know. So for me, I think that I think it's it's column A, column B. So I think that it's becoming more important. Like you're seeing more and more people now. Um, like since you brought up like, you know, so Apple, they tout like a whole thing of we I mean, they even did a giant commercial run, like a marketing run about how they don't you can stop apps from tracking you uh and 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 getting that data from you um so much so it, it denies it so much that um facebook and other social media apps were like concerned like they started posting about the fact that it was going to take away a huge chunk of their revenue because they just wouldn't be getting that data from those that group of users anymore um so and I have to imagine that Apple keeps making those decisions because they see some effect on their bottom line, right? Like they wouldn't do it if it wasn't profitable. Um, like I think people think they care, but if they truly yeah. cared, they they really would be more conscious in the way they use their devices and use their apps. Yeah. So for instance, so I think so. This so to finish it. So my opinion on it is, I think the general consumer cares to a point in which it becomes inconvenient for them to care, right? So for instance, it's it's all about your personal threshold. So for instance, like I care about it way more than the average person is going to care. And even more so like, you know, so like the, the a good example is like between Alexa and I, like Alexa throws out her email to every fucking distribution list on this planet <laughs> and all and her phone number besides up for all these fucking reward programs and then comes to me and goes i can't i'm getting all these spam calls and people won't leave me alone and my email has thirteen thousand emails in it and i'm like you did this you did this to yourself and i can't help you unless you I mean, like you're gonna like it's over you 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 handle this stuff out right um but when I tell her what you'd have to do, she's like, well, then I'd stop getting all these coupons for these things that I want to buy. I go, yeah, that's true. And she's like, not worth it. And then it's like, 
you know. So, but I think that's the thing is I think that people care as long as it's inconvenient for them. So, for instance, and that threshold is always going to be different. So, like when typically I think that when people find out, because a lot of these companies are really good about obfuscating that kind of thing and what they do with it or how much data they take, and so people just don't know what they don't know, and that's why I think their threshold is different. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. You. So yeah, I mean, you worked you worked in that environment. Right, we've talked about your past and Best Buy and a Geek Squad. I know you're not doing that anymore, but like, do, do people really care about privacy, or do they just think they do? Right, like, do they just hear terms and they're like, "Oh, it, it matters to me." But like I was saying to Christian, I feel like nobody's actually taking the steps, so I don't think people actually care like they think they do when it comes to privacy. They just it's a fun term to throw around. Yeah, and maybe like sometimes like. You'll get something like, oh, I have this program of software that you know helps keep my stuff private and things like that. But does does it actually work very well for them? Are they just you know getting getting taken off of the money just so they have like some like pseudo yeah. feeling kind of thing? Like, oh, I mm-hmm. feel protected now. But really, I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, I shit. If I look at my email right now, I still have like forty four thousand unread text messages. Most of that are just garbage bullshit. That just <laughs> happens. Get a new email. You're not going to go know, through 44,000. <laughs> no, I'm not going to go through it. Get a new email. When I hear that, <sighs> when fine. I hear that number, I immediately go, like, I can't. Like, I, at <laughs> yes. most, yes. I, at mo- I think the most I've ever had, and this was, like, when I was moving, and so, like, we just had multiple different conversations going. I think I woke up one morning with, like, 12 unread emails, and I was like, the first thing I thought of when I saw that was, I gotta get that handled. I was like, twelve <laughs> is so many. I gotta get that down. Like, I gotta, I gotta read these and put them away and delete them. My emails are cleaned um, every day. Yep, it's my I original day. Gmail yeah. email address. Okay, I can't get rid of it. No, but you can sign out of it and never access it again. Yep, yeah, yep, yep. And then start a new one. <laughs> yep, and just be like, hey, this one's for the streets. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> but no, but so my point in bringing this was saying, you know, it, it, it's I'm wondering. The game's audience, I think, cares even less so than the general population. What I mean by that is there are things that these companies get away with, and they're very open about, um, and it just seems like if these things were to ever come to light from like a, in a different industry, it would have gotten... It would have been brought up somewhere. Would have, I mean, even Facebook, right? People still, everybody still uses Facebook. Everybody still logs on, but they still had to go to court for a lot of their issues that they had because it because people caused such a big hubbub about it. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, you've seen like uh, I'm trying to think like um, w- w- like when internet security was getting a big, and everybody was just like everybody's tracking you through the you know, and we've seen multiple different companies and all these different startups and all these people spring up overnight and make billions of dollars with all these these new VPN companies, right, that have started and they're like a private VPN solution even for your your phone, like things like that. Like, it, you know, they, people have been using this as a marketing tool to to get people to buy in and I think that it's clear that it works but for whatever reason the gaming industry just gets left out of that and also it just sort of no one it doesn't even phase any of the people really or does it's not even shows up on the thing uh that they that people care about so like for instance the what i'm gonna read off uh 
some of the bigger issues and then and then we'll either talk about them and also I'll have some questions for you guys that we can we can dig into because um, some of these I didn't even know until I started researching a bunch of the ones that I did know so but for instance when Microsoft started using the connect um, they were storing and using your like a bunch of different biometric data that the connect would gather on you without asking by the way like you never put this in but it was taking your height, your weight, and your general skeletal structure. Like, what the fuck? Do you know, you- on the plus side, though, that thing was just marginally, like, good at how accurate it was. So there's a good chance yeah. most of that data yeah, is slightly it's, unusable it's anyway. It's bad data, probably. But still, like, the hell do you need my skeletal? Like, it's like we, like all of a sudden you guys can start like Microsoft can start selling the fact to like Facebook or other companies that I need to get scoliosis ads or some shit like you know what I mean like it's that's so weird like I yeah so then um, there was I also, can't I can't uh, even think of a reason like why they had a uh, they right, had a health why are you have it they had a health connect game but like maybe your height and weight i get but like i get, I don't I get, get height skeleton. and weight i do not get skeletal mm-hmm. structure at all nope. i don't get that one more thing of data yeah like that's fucked to me like i'm just like what the hell are you doing with this maybe that was like we don't know what we can do with it but let's collect it cuz one day somebody yeah. might need it and we can sell it who knows yeah yeah uh so then there's uh sony's follow system and oh, yeah. separately about, yeah. their voice recording so we've t- we never talked about this on the show, but we talked about this privately, so to bring it up. But so Sony has a follow system that they just didn't tell anybody about, but it was basically just watching your game purchasing habits um, forever for years, like it, years for, since you've ever been on the PS3, and it would fall, it would sign you basically sign you up to follow, quote unquote. Um, these games and anything that gets made by that studio or that company or whatever, and or if there's new DLC out for that game, whatever, and it would push that to you because it's like, you know, you've looked at this game before. Now the thing, the problem is, is that it, it's not just for games that you've bought, which is already bad enough, but it's also for games that you've just searched. If you've looked at and clicked on the store page. Then they stored that and said, oh, you cared enough to look at the store page, so it counts. So the way that this reared its ugly head was that in when the PS5 came around, if you started looking, it would tell you, like, hey, you're following, like, I don't know, the three of us play so many fucking games. It looked at, I remember the number was, like, in the thousands. It was, like, you have, like, 3,000 followed games or something like that. At the time, we hated and, Destiny 2, and they were advertising the shit out of it. And, like, small things like... I played Fortnite once. I downloaded it because it was free, and now I'm getting fucking Fortnite ads because apparently I'm following Fortnite, which I'm not. I've never played right. Fortnite on a console ever in my life, and so I was getting Fortnite for the same reason because I tapped yep. on it one time in a store. Yeah, yeah, you saw a trailer. Yep. Or something. Same thing yeah. with uh, I. I had it with Minecraft on PS3, and it literally was advertising Minecraft to me, and I was like, I've never played this. Like, why are you showing me? You know, and so. And you don't have a way to opt out of this, right? There's no you. You weren't even given a choice back then. No, back then they no. just you. They just did it, and so now you have to go through and hand unfollow every single one of these games that you just don't want to get things on. 
I can't and wait. Most I can't wait time, to start getting ads for Dream Daddy for one episode I looked <laughs> yeah. at. Like, just, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we're doing an episode and, on it. It's like, let's check that out. Now I'm going to start getting ads and, for everything. Yeah, and the crazy thing about that is it's like most people, right, when they see that giant-ass number, like, we're, all three of us were, we were pissed off that night, and so yeah. we were like, we've got nothing better to do, so we're going to unfollow all right. this shit. But most people aren't going to do that, right? Most people are going to see that and just be like, that number's huge, whatever, and they'll just ignore it. I actually haven't unfollowed just, everything. Because, you still haven't? No, because wow. of what you told me, like. because of what you told me the process was to, like, unfollow yeah, it was a lot. Yeah, yeah. You can't just. It, there's no unfollow button on the PlayStation. Yeah. So like, I can't. Not. I can't go just to the do, shop. Go to the games page. That kind of bullshit. That's yeah, yeah. I don't have time for that. But I um, did not listen to Call of Duty. And then separately, they also were doing uh, voice recording. So they were basically always monitoring your voice conversations that you were having with your friends, um, even if it's in a private party. And their reasoning for that was that they were going to be listening for offensive verbiage while you're playing online only. But to do that, it's going to be listening all the time. And it's like, nope, go fuck yourself. Like, that's... I... And I, and I believe they rolled, that, they rolled part of that back or rolled some of it back, I think, if you remember. Do you remember, Alex? Yeah, they, they said they weren't going to do it, um, or they were just going to search for... They were going to use... Sorry if you hear a banging. I have a cat in the other room that is trying <laughs> to open a cabinet. Uh, so he's just banging it. Um, yeah. they, they said they were going to roll it back and only use like a computer algorithm to search for like Slurs profanity or hate things. speech, and then they were yeah. going to pull recordings of that sort of stuff. Yeah, so they're still, they're still taking it. They're just not actively listening to it, is what it sounds like. And then, of course, um, the trophy system that recorded your voice and yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, yep. So there was a trophy. When you get a trophy, it would take a screenshot of what happened on the screen and also a short video. If you had a camera, um, it would do a short video of the, like, the area, basically. And also, it would take an audio thing as well. Because that's what I want. I want. I want a recording of me looking like a potato on my couch and boxers playing a video game. I know, and getting with like a veggie straws in front of you, yes. like munching on the floor. I got the trophy. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, uh, like Cartman from that Wow episode. <laughs> that's basically all I can think of. Um, but yeah, so it's just shit like that that you're just like. How the fuck do you... It's a, you can, now, the nice thing about that particular one is that you can opt out of it, but still, it's just like, oh, God. And, and you know, what's funny is, like, people saw that, and the first thing that people thought when they saw it was like, oh, neat. And you're like, what do you mean, neat? Like, that's so fucked. Either way. Um, there was a recent Nintendo Switch update, uh, just to round out the big three here, um, that auto-opted you in to Google Analytics... Uh, just without telling you, like just said, like, and what it's, it doesn't show up in the patch notes. It doesn't show up in anything. It's just a random system update and it says system stability and security. And then you have to go into the store, scroll all the way down to the bottom page of the store, go into your settings, scroll all the way down to the bottom page of that. And all of a sudden it says opt into Google analytics. And then the box is checked already. And you're like, you motherfuckers. 
Like the worst, this is, the worst it, part about that is they would have gotten away with it forever if it wasn't for somebody in that settings page for another reason accidentally fall like falling onto that. Yeah, like the only reason yeah. I found out about this was because a, a website that Preston and I follow, but um, Giant Bomb was the one who broke the story, and it was because of that exact thing that you were saying. Is he was in that settings page for a completely separate reason, and when he saw that, he was like. I, uh, what the fuck? And then like did a whole thing and asked other people that had updated like, hey, follow these steps and tell me what you see. And then everybody else was like, yeah, what the fuck? And then it, you know, went into that. Um, so there's that. But really, uh, the the cream of the crop here is a company that is no stranger to this show. Um, Ubisoft. <laughs> Uh, back. <laughs> collects collects some things that I not only Preston, did I not know you, about. Can you play the boys are back in town for like three yeah. seconds yeah, when, yeah, we, yeah. when we get to this? I think we can use what yeah. five, ten seconds of that without being. Yeah, ten, sec- it's, ten it's, seconds. It's, before no, it's you, fifteen. Is okay, it fifteen cool. before you break? Uh, yeah, yeah. So all we need is just the boys are back in town. Front arrow. <laughs> <with us. laughs> um, but uh, so they collect things. That I didn't know, and when we, I want to talk about this one even more because it's just, it's really sinister. Don't ruin Assassin's Creed for me. Yeah, sorry, it's getting ruined. Um, So, all Ubisoft games will collect the unique identity of the console. So, down to like the serial number, the profile that's playing it, uh, and and things like that. Uh, Your ISP. like it, it, and then the level, like that, whatever your tier is at your ISP, right? So most ISPs have in America here we have um, packages, so you could pay for you know two hundred megabits, four hundred, five hundred, whatever, you know, a, a gigabit sometimes, depending on where you live. Um, so they collect all that, which is like fucking insane. That's too much. Uh, you don't need that. They collect the date and times that you've spent playing ubisoft games so they want to know the exact days that you play and for how long you've played them on those days i got a lot of info on alex (laughs) (laughs) how i don't get a christmas card from them saying hey i see you're on every day for the past two and and a half weeks christmas eve i really appreciate that alex um and then they track exactly how much money you have spent in their games and their stores uh, down to your profile because they already have that with the unique identity of the console, so they know exactly how much. Like so, for instance, Alex, you have two profiles in your PlayStation. You have Allie and then yours. Yep. They they are able to tell who spent how much money and when and how long they were into the game before they decided that that was the moment they were going to spend money and then how much money they spent in it. Um, which is which is smart for them because what people don't realize there is they're able to get on family playstations and see that like you know the adult may have set up this playstation and maybe even play some games but it's the kid who's spending the most time playing our game and asking for those helix credits yep exactly um and then uh they will take that data and this is now this is extrapolated out to some some other companies that do this well um ea uh activision blizzard like bigger companies like that um, but they will take this data and they will take that, your purchasing habits, your money spending habits, everything, 
and they will sell that to advertisers, researchers, and then even in some cases, law enforcement. Yay. Um, is yes. that what it says? Yep. 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 So that's I can I'm gonna close my notes here really quick because that's that's really the the breadth of what I want. What to are those? Who so, knows how much you play Assassin's Creed? What are so, those cases like? Yeah. So here's the thing: they don't actually spell that out. Funny enough, they just tell you this is what we do with it, flat out. Uh, go fuck yourself. Um, and look, man, you guys know we we talked about this during the Ubisoft episode. Uh, it's been a very long time since I played a Ubisoft game. I can't even remember the last one, actually. Um, this has made it so that I will absolutely never, for the rest of my life, ever play a Ubisoft game ever. Well, please just go fuck yourself. Please just trade in Assassin's Creed. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, well, yeah. Or no, I still no. I'm doing my plan. My plan's way better. Um, Checking it off a building. <laughs> no, my plan is when I go to visit Alex, house. I'm gonna hide it in his house. Yeah, no, and then right. he'll just have to find it. What's funny is that he's gonna look at me. He'll he'll stop me when I get to his door, and he's gonna go empty your bag. I'm gonna patch it down real quick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, but so let's but but for real, right? Like they, there is like. That is some truly sinister shit. And, like, what I mean by that is, so, we, you know, we had an episode that we talked about addiction and everything like that, and people can go back and listen to that. But, like, gambling addiction and things like is is real, right? Like, it, just like every other addiction is real, that shit is for real, right? The fact that Ubisoft, who, let's just be honest, does not have great microtransaction habits in general in their games, like, they're... They have, they have made games before and will continue to make games that are extremely predatory in that regard, right? Um, and the fact that they have this data that then they can sell, like let's just let's just say, like the next, let's say the next Assassin's Creed comes out and it's got some sort of gotcha system in it where you know you're gambling for little different things inside the game, right? And for whatever reason. Alex decides that that's he it's finally awakened some sort of dirty dark thing inside him where he's like I must collect all of them and he spends an ungodly amount of money doing it right the fact that Ubisoft is then taking that data selling it to advertisers and selling it to people that then will inundate Alex's life being like hey man have you uh have you seen these new things that we've got over here that will remind you sort of the money that you just spent on Assassin's Creed? And then he goes, oh, God, it does look kind of cool. Maybe I'll check this one out. And then he goes in, and he's like, oh, there goes another $500. Like, I, How much money do you think I spend well, like, on these games? Not, not you. Speci- <laughs> I'm just, I used you as an example because you're the one that plays Ubisoft games. But you know what I mean. Like, like we've seen people... Like, look at some of the videos of, of streamers and things like that playing um, Genshin Impact. Yeah. Right? Like, $500 is not outside of the realm of possibility. No. Like, people spend that easy, right? And they're in their heads, they're like, well, it's a free game, so I'll spend 60 here, 60 here, 60 here, and all of a sudden, bam, it doesn't matter. Same with Fortnite. No. Same with Fortnite. Exactly. Um, yeah, so it's just, it's, it's things like this. So, my, you know... The the question, I guess, becomes, for me, is, I just, what about the gaming audience 
makes this such a good, and I use good in, in quotes here, good, like, test bed, I guess, for these sort of practices that in other industries people would have a, I don't want to say they wouldn't get away with it because they do, but a harder time getting away with, right? Like, these, the gaming industry is very open about what it's doing, like they just this this information is just out there. Like you can just go find this. Sony unveiled it as fucking features. Like yeah. they were like, look, look at what we're doing. Like they just literally were shouting from the rooftops that they were recording your conversations with your friends, and it, most people didn't give a fuck. Um, whereas at least most companies have. To, so here's the reason that I I'll start that way and then you know give you guys some time to think about it. Um, the the reason that I think this is the case is because unlike other things, except for social media maybe, and maybe this is, it might lead more to what I'm thinking here, but they package this kind of stuff in such an attractive way that it makes people be more open to not caring, right? So for instance, when you load up Assassin's Creed... And, you know, it's been a couple years or a year or whatever since you played the last one. You're very excited about it. Especially, you know what, let's, let's say this. Uh, Alex, you were super stoked for Valhalla because it was the Assassin's Creed that was uh, Norse. And it was finally like a mythology that you were stoked about. Sure, but it you was were, also Assassin's Creed, so I was totally... You were going to play it anyway. Yeah. But I just mean like you were genuinely excited for this one. Yes. More so than a couple other ones, right? And I think... When so, for instance, if they were to pop up a thing, like a little screen that says like, "Hey, we're going to be doing your, like in a bunch of different fine print and area and stuff like this," and it's like, "Here's what we're doing with your data. Here's all these things. Here's that." You're literally just going to be like, "Blah blah 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 blah." Get me to the game. Like you're not even, you're not even concerned with what's on the screen. Like you're I, just like, I actually have an example of that today. As a matter of fact, if okay, so then. So, but that's what I, I. So, my feeling on it is that I think that they they package these things in such a way that it's easier for people to not care because you're just you're like, get me to the game. I just want to get to the game. I'm here to play a game. I don't know what you're talking about here, and I don't have time to read it all. So, get fucked. And then hit the game going, and then you know you play Assassin's Creed, and you don't even think about it ever again. You never think about the thing that you just that you click through basically. Um, and I think the other reason is I think that they think a lot of people for whatever reason, uh, and maybe this says more about like, you know, our current economic system than anything. But like, I think that they, people treat these companies like they're not giant, like monolithic, like corporate overlord type people. And they treat them like it's like, oh, it's it's Nintendo. Like Nintendo's not gonna hurt me. Nintendo's not gonna do anything to hurt me. Like it's Nintendo. Like they make yeah. Mario, right? Whereas like there's such a good perception of most of these companies to their fans. Whereas like something like Facebook, if you if you were to ask people their opinion on Facebook, they'd be like, I hate it. I use it, but I hate it. Like there's, you'll very rarely, I think, find people that are out here really fucking writing hard for Facebook. You yeah. know what I mean? Like being like, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is my bro. Whereas, 
you know, on the flip side, I mean, dude, we were just talking about it. We were just talking about how fucking awesome Final Fantasy fourteen is, even though Square is probably up to just as many dastardly things that we're talking about here. But we were just like, oh, man, we love the team that makes fourteen. Like, and not to say that those people are bad, but I just mean the, you know, the overarching company they work for, when, they, when, when you are a fan of something they're doing, it's way easier just to sort of let these things go and not even think about it because you don't think that these companies are going to be able to or that they would do anything to negatively impact you even though, as we were seeing like with Ubisoft, that's just not the case. They're just actively doing it. You know what I mean? But yeah, I'll turn it over to you guys because I'm interested to hear what you guys think. Preston, do you want to go or do you want me to go? I want you to go, sir. Okay, so I was actually taking notes when you started talking, and I came up with a list because, you know, I know you told us before we started, like, hey, I'm going to talk about privacy, but I didn't know where you were going to go with it. So um, as you were talking, I was like, oh, shit, I have so many things popping up now. I need to write it down. Um, But, yeah, I'll share a story because I actually had one of those, like, life-imitating art sort of thing situations where, so today, I turned on um, Tales of Arise, and I had one of the situations where you said I had that gamer excitement where like it pops up with the hey accept our terms and conditions hey accept this accept this and I was like yeah let me play like click 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 and there was one too many and so I got to the last one I think it was the third one and I was like why the what the fuck am I clicking on like what are all these things uh-huh. so I stopped on it and not knowing this is before we talked about what we were talking about in our topic today. So just for fun, I screen capped this, and I can't believe it's actually coming into play, like, tonight. But it's a data user agreement, which was a third thing that I actually read. And it says, this game collects gameplay information for analytics necessary for us to provide the game and to improve certain functions and features. Okay. In addition, we would like your permission to share and combine that information with information collected from other Bandai Namco Entertainment Game Services and Products of our group of companies and other third-party sources. So in one sentence, you say you're collecting information to make this game better. And in the very following sentence, you say, we're going to put this together with every other Bandai game and any other game like it that meets our criteria, and then we're going to sell that information. Then it goes on to say, type of data collected, gaming account ID, so my PSN, IP address from my device, and gameplay log, right? Now, this data will be suit... I don't even know if this is a word. Pseudonymized. So, basically, okay. they they just they give me a different name, so it doesn't yeah. say my name. It says something else. But it says it's going to be pseudonymized, and we... And we and our group of companies will use the aggregated information to analyze game trends, create profile categories of players for ads, clearly create new games and services and perform other quote unquote analytics. This data will be sent to and stored in the United States of America. Consent is optional, and you may play the game without loss of features, even if you do not consent to this use. If you provide your consent, you can opt out at any time. So clearly I declined. Because I do care about yeah, some of stuff. You. Yeah. Now, it would have been a different situation if like you would have had to accept it in order to play, like if it were an online game, and then I would have actually probably reevaluated how much I want to play this and thought about yeah. a refund route, right? Because I, like you, like you two on the call, like I actually do care about my privacy and I'm pretty good with a lot of that stuff. But I just it, it's just so much and it's funny because 
what you said, Christian, gaming companies are so upfront about how they use your data, but they hide it. So they do it really smart. They tell you we collect your data without ever saying we collect all of your data. Yeah, like they tell it straight to your face without actually saying the words. Like, yeah, it's, it's, well, it's impressive the way they're able to very upfront tell you how they're going to dance around the subject. And we praise it. You, nobody thinks about this. In fact, I didn't even really think about it until we started talking about it. But where do you think these companies, Ghost of Tsushima, because I saw this email two days ago, where do we think Ghost of Tsushima gets the information to send me an email that says, in two years, 55 million players have petted foxes, and 800 million people have been beaten in duels? Like, where do you think that data comes from? Mm-hmm. clearly they're collecting it and we praise that collection because they show us fun little graphs of like look how many people you've headshotted with you and your friends but we don't think about the ramifications of that of all of this data is being sold to third parties for advertisements for targeting and then how can we make our next games more profitable yeah because if you think about it they'll be like hey man 85 percent of the people that play ghost of Shima made or did they they pet it they pet multiple foxes and they made a they made a clip about it or they shared it or they shared it with their friends that means going forward all of your titles must have a pettable pet animal uh in fact christian they added pettable foxes and another animal i'll have to look it up what it is but another animal in that 20 dollar dlc extra story so there you go there right and it's it's little shit like that that you go pet a fox who cares but Everybody makes such a big deal about pets and games and stuff. Look at their expansion. And their expansion is only $20, but $20 over a million people adds up pretty quick. Yep. So as you were talking, I actually came up with a list of uh, three, maybe four things on why I think gaming companies get away with this. And one of them was gaming excitement, which leads to fast decisions. I turn on the yep. game, let me play XXXXX. I don't care. Get off the screen, right? And I opt in without mm-hmm. ever knowing And look, anybody listening is going to be like, well, that's on you. And you're right. That's on me. I should read iTunes terms and conditions. I never have. I should read these terms and conditions. And I didn't. So that's on me. I understand that. I think the uh, another thing is, and this isn't quite as big, but there's no big scary monsters. So when you talked about computer data earlier, you talked about VPN. So many people now use a VPN and don't know why they use a VPN. In fact, so many people use a VPN and probably don't need a VPN for what they do. But when you watch advertisements on TV, they're like, this protects you from the dark web and this protects you from like black hats and shady hackers and things that 99% of the real world will never even come across because you can't accidentally come across the dark web, right? Like it's not a thing that happens. So... Gaming doesn't have that. There's no face. Like, there is no Mark Zuckerberg. There is no Elon Musk. There is no Tim Cook or Tim Sweeney or anything like... Well, I guess there's Tim Sweeney. That's a bad example. And he's the worst. <laughs> and and actually, it's funny. When you, when you do know a face, most people think you're the worst. But gaming as a whole doesn't have a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. So that's a problem. But the biggest problem, I think, um, and, and the reason why I think gaming companies can get by with it, is because they don't have competition. And this is what I mean. If you if you take uh, Apple, Samsung, and, and Microsoft as the big three when it comes to computers and phones, 
their user experience on phones, minus Microsoft, so we'll just say like Samsung and Apple, the experience on smartphones today is exactly the same across the board. Every new sure. Apple phone and every new Samsung phone has a gorgeous screen, has an amazing camera, is fast enough to do whatever you want to do, you can play games, and the same ads exist. So the only differentiator you have now that the user experience is exactly the same is these fringe features, yep, like security and privacy. So if you're winning that, well, now you're winning the battle because if somebody goes, oh, well, these two look and play exactly the same, what's different? And they go, better privacy. You're going to go, oh, clearly I want better privacy. But gaming, there's no competition. You know? I mean, like, you can say these yeah, games I mean, compete and they point. don't. To your point earlier when you said, you know, I got I should have just read those terms and conditions, that's on me, da da da. The problem is is that a lot of those times those games will not let you go forward. Yeah. Um and so like for instance, like, you know, the new the new Star Wars game that's coming out, um I don't remember what it was. The, the Kotor remake, there we go. Okay. If the Kotor remake comes out and EA is almost assuredly going to put a terms and conditions in front of it because that's what they do because you do that with every game and you hit no then it goes okay and then puts you back to the title screen yeah i mean i don't know about i know preston i's answer i don't know about alex but i'm, I'm pressing i'm gonna go back and go okay i guess this is what i gotta fucking do to play this game because i'm gonna but that in lies the problem right is like if that was anything else I'd be like, okay, go fuck yourself. Like, it was really easy for me to delete the Facebook app. Mm-hmm. Same. Um, I was like, see you later, don't care. Uh, and then um, when everything switched to, like, using its Messenger app, and it was not, you couldn't just send messages natively. You had to download a whole separate app for it. Um, people would go, oh, hey, I sent you a Facebook message. I was like, oh, I don't have that. Sorry. And they're like, well, what do you, well, I sent you something. And I'm like, okay. You can either resend it to me in a different format or, I mean, you can use my number. I don't know what to tell you, but I don't have that, so I'm not using it. I'm not downloading it to read your thing. Like, and it's really easy for me to make that call because I'm like, fuck that. I'm not going to use it. And I have other ways, Alex, like you were saying with competition, I have other ways to receive that content, right? Like, if you guys, like, if, for instance, just to keep on the same subject, if a Corto remake uh, trailer drops, and Preston were to send me on Facebook, and he'd go, "Dude, I just sent it to you on Facebook." I would be like, "Fucking text me, dude. I'm yeah. not. I'm not How doing the fuck that, you right?" Me? Right. Exactly. And then like that, but you have other options, right? Whereas like, if there's bad practices going on in the Kotor remake, and you want to play it, your options are either buckle in and play it, or shut the fuck up and don't, and watch somebody stream it. I guess like if that's really the route you want to go, you know what I mean? Like. It, yeah, I got it. Yeah, so it, yeah. <laughs> when it, we started this does. podcast, I had to re-up the Facebook app because of like you know asking for feedback and other stuff from people and, and sure. wanting to send me messages. And I, I, I'm like you. Like I deleted Facebook a long time ago. I don't really use it. So I had to apologize to people. Like, hey, I just saw this message on Messenger. I'm really sorry. I haven't had Facebook forever. I'm like, I don't, I'm not good at it. I don't use it. Whatever. And I know everybody that I was replying to, even for this podcast, were like, yeah, whatever, liar, idiot, just not <laughs> yeah. responding. Like, no, I promise. I wasn't ignoring you. Like, Facebook's not my go-to. I have things linked to it. So when we do our socials, like, I'll post stuff on Instagram, and I'll hit the Facebook thing, and, and it'll send it. Because I know people do listen to us and get information from our podcast on on Facebook, but I don't use it. I don't like it. I don't trust it. And again, because Facebook has a big bad 
that I can see in Mark Zuckerberg, who... He's a lizard person dressed around as a human. Or a living robot. I'm really... It's kind of up in the air. Could be a small lizard person, like, driving a robot suit. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But, you know, I can see it, and I can can protest it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, Preston, what do you think, man? Why do do gaming companies get away with this? I have more to to say, but I want to pass it to Preston first, because mine's going to take us derail us a little bit no you're fine it's it's, it's gonna be short because you guys pretty much touched on most of it it's just we have that i guess it's a fomo but like i'm not gonna not play that kotor game unless something about that company gets as bad as like blizzard to where like it's just that sick and nasty of a company i will still be like "Mm," but probably towards Mm -hmm. the end like it has to be something like horrendous that these guys do to like keep me. From That's the term, game. right, Preston? You you nail it's FOMO, dude. You're right. But yeah. you're gonna play that game. Like, how many times have I? We've all done it. It doesn't even matter if it was a game. Like, just going into certain websites, it's like I'm not gonna sit here and read all these fucking terms and conditions. They make it so large and convoluted. That way, you don't read them. If they wanted to give you yeah. quick bullet points at the beginning, they would, but they don't because they know you're not gonna fucking read it and you're not gonna give a shit about or even understand three fourths of what is in those giant fucking not short small novels they put before any like a piece of software yeah but no it's 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 just buried it's hard to access it's hard to understand uh there'd be a lot of education to have to be done uh for everyone who actually accepts those terms and conditions to actually understand what they're accepting and most people just don't give a shit most people are like oh, what are they gonna do they're gonna find out i headshot five people and heard me cursing on a microphone and eating cheetos like i don't like some some people just don't care that much, but some think, people like the privacy. I think yeah. that's a good call, Preston. Too. I mean, how many times have we all heard right? Like we all worked in the Geek Squad area years and years and years ago, and we've heard people say these things like, um, you know, like sign this waiver form. Nobody at this company like will look through your information or whatever. It's like, oh, I don't have anything on there. Like I don't care. You can look through it all. I'm not looking at porn because that's what people think. They're yeah. just like, oh, you're or like with their webcams, right? Yeah. Their webcam, they would be like, they're like, what? Somebody watching me eat Cheetos on here? And it's like, uh, uh, ha ha ha, man. Yeah, it's they're like looking it, for a social security number written on a piece of paper behind you and credit yeah. cards in the background or stuff like that. It's probably the worst of it I can think of. Yeah. So I was thinking about something too, Christian, when you said it. And I'm going to try not to derail us, but I'm going to get a little soapboxy here for a second. Ooh, okay. And it's. It, it, it's something that's been on my mind for a while, but doesn't pertain to video games. So it's not something that I would bring up on this podcast. Um, but so you said that Ubisoft sells the stuff to police officers and your first thought is like, well, why in the hell would they sell it to police officers? And one thing that comes to mind is the uh, swatting. Like when somebody mm-hmm. gets swatted, right? You, you might want to sure. sell information, but and for those who don't know, swatting is when you call in a fake threat of some sort to the police and cause the police to raid a home. In fact, that happened in Kansas City a couple of years ago, and and a person died. Like, these two kids... Multiple people have died from this. Yeah, yeah. like, kids were... Not kids. They were young adults. Were having an argument over the games. One person found out where the other one was, called the cops, said there was a hostage situation, and the cops went to the house, and when the person opened the door, they shot him and, and killed him. Yep. Um... So it's a terrible thing. So that's the first thing you could think is like, oh, you want to prevent that. But I mean, in reality, multiple people have died and multiple people have gotten swatted. But what? Probably less than 20. And when you have, what did we say the other day, 3.2 billion people playing games a year, like what's the percentage? 
That's not enough. Sure. And, and then Ubisoft games, like that's not enough to make Ubisoft want to sell this information. So I started thinking like, where could that come into play? And this is one thing that came to my mind and it's predictive policing. And maybe you should go get your significant other on for this conversation. So she used to be in social work. We can talk about predictive policing, but Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. It's, the reason this has been in front of mind for me in predictive policing is because we have a really bad issue um, in in a county near where I live in Florida, in Pasco County, which is not the county I live in, but it's nearby. And Tampa Bay Times did a really interesting article about... Wait, you got issues down in Florida? Yeah, go figure. (laughs) About predictive... They did an article about predictive policing in Pasco County, and again, for people that aren't familiar, in our connected world, police are using all of this analytic data to predict people that are going to commit crimes before they do. It's literally Mm -hmm. minority report. You live in a bad area. You didn't go to school. You're uneducated. You live on these specific streets where there's a lot of crime. We're going to patrol that more often, do more stop and frisk and other things. And, and oftentimes arrest people preemptively, you know, before they commit a crime, predictive policing. Well, where this has come into play is, um, in the article was about Pasco County using this analytic data to police students. And what they were doing is uh, resource officers were getting school records of students all across the school board county. And they were recognizing the low educated students, the students that had high attendance issues like missing days and other stuff. And then yeah. those were the ones they were policing preemptively. And they were getting people in trouble for truancy and other stuff and and getting parents in trouble for truancy. And, you know, a lot of those happen to be lower income. Some of those happen to be parents that were working two jobs. So the kid would just stay home from school because the parent would be gone before the kid would have to go or not be home when they were supposed to be. Right. So, like, there's a lot of issues with this that I have problems with. But Ubisoft could take that data about so when say, you're that, on the game. A, and mm-hmm. and if a cop has an issue and they're trying to come up with a case against a parent for truancy that could actually lead to a parent getting legal repercussions of jail or fines or even losing a child to the system, they can then turn around and say, well, this is the data we got and people, this person was logged in under your kid's <laughs> gamer tag for 10 hours Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. that he was at home yelling the n-word at <laughs> noon on rainbow six c yeah. like <laughs> and, and he should have been in school sort of thing right so it's like we oftentimes in my comment there earlier with the geek squad thing was everybody looks at funny things like the genius bar and the geek squad as people walking in going i have nothing to hide on my phone but the analytics that people are collecting and the analytics they're selling has repercussions that stretch far and beyond the stupid shit you surf the web on your phone or the games you play on your console. Like that data can be used for so many more things that you don't think about beyond targeted ads um, yeah. like this stuff. So again, I apologize. That was my soapbox and I'll step down off of it. No, but I don't think it's, and honestly it ties in. I, I think you tied it in very well. Like it, it, I don't think it derailed us at all. Like it's, it's a great point. I'm, you know, I'm positive that Ubisoft is using that's that's where that data is going, right? If law enforcement is asking for it, then I'm sure that's why they're giving it to them. 
Um, very similar to, and you know, honestly, this still counts because they're for whatever reason people still play on Stadia, so they're a they're a uh, a games company now. Um, Google actively sells your data to the cops, like to law enforcement, to and not even just to the cops. I didn't want to just single it out to them, to anybody who asks. Like, you know, uh, Ali and Alexa are both into uh, crime podcasts. Like we've talked about that before, but like. There's been some that Alexa's listened to that literally have been solved because the cops will call up Google and ask for certain data from people that, like, if they found out the guy they're looking for has an Android phone. And crimes have been solved because of this. Like, there was a dude that checked his Gmail at the site of where he killed somebody because he was just, I don't know, like, trying to get his Domino's coupon, I guess, she listening off somebody. Was she listening to Live and Die in L.A.? Mother, why do you? Oh God, <laughs> you—that's a problem that you know exactly the one that is it, it was. But yes, she was, and but you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, man. it's like, good. Yeah, I've the dude literally got caught because he just mm-hmm. checked his fucking Gmail. So the cops were like, "Where was he at?" And Google was like, "It looks like he was standing right here when he when he checked his email." They went they went to that area, searched for fucking 15 minutes, bam, found the body. Like. So on the like and so in a in a in a broader scope, right? I'm very happy that they found that young woman's body. It's very uncool that that dude murdered her. Everything like you know, obviously. That being said, fuck Google for just handing that shit out like just nonchalantly doing that with everybody and just at all times having that. But it's the same thing. Like if you're playing on Stadia, like don't think for a second that your stuff is not getting subjected to that same level of stuff right like that that your shit is getting handed out like skittles to anybody who asked for it and people don't think about the way things tie together so christian i mean you mentioned in the gaming playstation and sony is a great example of it they have been tracking the games that you view not the games you buy not the games you play but the games in the store you literally click on and view yeah since the PlayStation 3, since the store and online gaming really became a thing and created. And there was never an idea of what we could do with that information back then that led to what we're doing today. But somebody had the foresight to go, but let's not delete it. Yeah, we might need this someday. And, and all of our devices are that connected. You know, when you get... People say this all the time, it drives me nuts. Especially around like uh, Instagram or whatever, I have family that that'll be on Instagram. I'll be like, "Oh, I keep getting ads, and it's so ridiculous." Like, I was talking about something, right? And my phone microphone heard me, and it and it yep. pulled up ads. That's not a thing. Your microphone's not listening to you, and it's not pulling that information up. But what happens is the information you look at on Instagram is then used and tied into your Facebook account because they're the same company. And then Facebook sells that information to Target and to everybody else. And the next thing you know is Target is giving sponsored ads to your Instagram account and and so on. And it's just like, we think, oh, you know, I'll just be careful on the one app or I won't log into this or I'll change that privacy setting or I'll turn off my camera and location data. But it's just so much more with the way our information is connected and gaming is the same way. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. I mean that that's I you we I think we we nailed that. I mean that's just the that's the topic. It, it it's 
part topic, part bringing awareness. Because like I said, there's just so many, even things that I'm in the field, dude. Like I work this shit every day and there was still things that, like I did not know that about Ubisoft. I had no idea. I didn't I mean, either. I knew like, like I knew I did not, I should clarify, I knew that they took data. I did not know to what extent. And that extent is something that I was like blown away by that they they went to that level of of stuff and um, we've always accepted terms and conditions for mmos for final fantasy 14 and other stuff yeah what shocks me most is single player on console games like the only time that game needs to be online is when it needs to download an update so yep. why are you collecting that much data in an assassin's creed game right like yeah. you, you don't need it for that ghost of Tsushima doesn't need it tales of arise doesn't need it because mm-hmm. i'm not playing with others so you're not really enhancing yeah. my experience and that's what's that's i didn't know about the cops thing that's nuts yep yeah it's nuts man but yeah that's that's my topic so good topic i it was a good topic people need to care more man and it's yeah. that's not just I with games more, yeah that's with everything like with your phone, with your computer, with your Instagram and Facebook, and with your Twitter and TikTok and everything else, like, you need to protect your data. It's Protect your data, man. It's It's the same thing as protecting yourself, man. You wouldn't, the same way that you don't go out and put your social security number on shit, do that with all of your data, man. Or at least what you're comfortable with, like, you know. I, like, there's, there's certain things, like, I, you know, um, that, Everybody, like I said, everybody's threshold is going to be different, but you know, do do some level of protection of your data. Don't don't just give that shit out for free. Don't yeah. do that. And if you have thirty thousand emails in your mailbox, delete it and sign up for a new email because you're never going to read yeah. that many. Yeah. You're it's ne- fine. Yeah. It's it's not like an actual <laughs> space of storage. It's not like I got a pile of trash in the corner. <laughs> it's. And you do, it's just digital. It's just you can't see it, but there is. It's just a giant mound of garbage right in your computer that's begging it's you to clean it up. It's not doing anything to the world right now. It's does, fine. Does that big red number on your dock or on your window, does it not drive you crazy? I have 44,000. You know how long I've seen a red number there for? You're, Dude, you're a Ever psychopath. since I've owned yes, it, I you're a <laughs> it's, it, it's part of me that's like, it's like the the Simpsons thing, like uh, um, the principal, or whatever. He's like, "Am I the one out of touch?" And he's like, "No, it's the kids. The kids are out of touch. like." When I hear this, I literally like, I'm like, "Is my brain broken? Like, why does that number drive me crazy?" And I'm like, "No, it's Preston. Preston's the one that's crazy." Like, I'm like, "It's it's." I don't. How do you see the forty four thousand and not just immediate? I I because I know at I'm a never bare minimum. It. At a bare minimum, I would at least have to log in and just hit mark all as red yeah. so that I could at least get the number to go away. So I'm pretty sure when you do that, it only marks the ones you see on the page as red. And when you have that many, there's a lot of pages to go through. Because they only give you, I think, 50 is the maximum per page. I would do less. Just just go to your, if it's a Mac, or go to your settings, or if it's a PC, run a script, and just take away badge notifications. Yeah, just just hide. Oh, yeah. just hide the badge. I don't want to see the number. Okay. Yeah, that would be a way to do it. It's a new high score every day. What I really want a new high score monster. What I really want to know is that what number did you go? Nah, fuck it. Like what? What was it? Like a hundred or was it like a thousand? Like when did you let it so get to I a level where you're like not worth it? I think I got towards like ten to twelve, and I literally took like during one of my staycations. <laughs> Like I took, I took like the day off and I'm like, you know, I'm going to sit here and 
go through and delete them. Just want to make sure though, because I gotta make sure you know I'm not like deleting like my review for Sonic or some shit. I really want to keep for some god ungodly reason. And then uh, I just once you start getting closer to the fifteen twenty, you're like eh, it's not worth the time. It's really not. <laughs> next time, next time we all get together, Preston, and we're near your house. I'll de- I'll delete them for you. Every week I'll give you guys the new update on how big no, the numbers are. No, I'll delete no, every 5,000. No. Every 5,000. I'll, I'll delete years. them all for you next time we all get together. I don't care if you say so. Ridiculous. I know. that's Dude, that's what's going to happen. The next, the next time all three of us are together, it'll be like, you know, midnight and Preston will be asleep and then he'll wake up. He'll have to go to the bathroom. I'll hear And it. Alex and I will be huddled over in a corner like <laughs> Smeagol and we'll be like swiping through. And he'll be like, what are you guys doing? And you're like, go away. Like... <laughs> You know, Christian, if you went top down on his computer and I got on his phone and went bottom up, we would meet in the middle and it would cut the time in half. You guys going to go top down and bottom up on me? Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) you damn right we will. We'll solve this problem for you. We'll tag teams, bitch. Sounds fun. So did we, Preston, do we have anything else this week or are we uh, cutting this week a bit uh, short? I am, as everyone can tell from how quiet I am today, I am mentally and physically exhausted. I have a game. I've had a game ready for like the past two or three weeks. It's just... Not tonight. Can't you know what we'll yeah. you know what we'll do next next week. I think we'll bring a uh, a quick little destiny check in to see how things are going since we're about a month into it, and we'll make sure we save time for your game too. Sure, yeah, for sure. So, all right, everybody. Well, thank you for hanging out with us um, again. This has been the testing room. Please care about your data. And with that, Preston, you know what to do. Hit the music, the music, and enjoy your Star Wars visions. Happy Star Wars visions. Yeah. This has been the testing room. Music by at Damien Crow on Instagram. Logo and art by at RavePet. Interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at TestingRoomPod or email us at TestingRoomPod at gmail.com. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all of your favorite podcasting apps. And make sure to share us with your friends. Thanks, and see you next time.